0: Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings.
1: What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am so excited to be coming to you today with another fresh episode for your Friday. I hope everybody is doing well and you have had a good week up to this point if you're listening in real time. Heading into the weekend strong, maybe you got some mowing to do, maybe you got to catch up from some rain, or maybe you're not having any rain at all, and you're just trying to keep up with some weeding and things. I was actually watching uh, Jared Krause's uh, stories, JC's Lawn Tips on Instagram, and he was saying that he has uh, he's had no rain up in Wisconsin, and he pulled weeds for like six hours straight uh, on Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday of this week, and so I uh, did not feel bad for him. I hate pulling weeds. Uh, I just, I despise it. It's a really good, it's very profitable. Uh, it's just all, all labor. There's no uh, real overhead or anything like that. It's just sitting there hand pulling weeds, but I can't stand it. I despise it. So feel bad for him. But, Whatever you're doing, uh, I hope you're doing it well. Hope you're doing it fantastic. Hope you're doing it with a good attitude. It's hard to keep a good attitude sometimes, especially when you have weeks like weeks and months like we've had recently. But life is good, business is good for real. We're very blessed to be where we're at. If you're new to the show, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I am Jeremiah Jennings. We are the Growing Green Podcast. We are just a place for um, long, uh, not long, I said young. I was, I was mixed young and lawn. Um, lawn. Owners, lawn business owners, um, green industry business owners, young entrepreneurs all come to this one little place and show we call the Growing Green Podcast. And we just tune in and listen and we share things together. We share our wins, our losses, our struggles. Our Goods, Our Bads, and Everything in Between. And this is where we come and air it all out. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three shows a week. Without fail, these shows come out to you. We do uh, some re-releases from time to time of some older shows that I feel like have enough value to be re-released again at a new at a new date down the road from when they were first released because I believe that everybody doesn't listen to every episode and even if you did listen to it you can always find something new Uh, you can pull something new from it again it's like reading a book you read a book three four five six times before you really figure out um, get down to the 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 nitty-gritty of it and you can still find stuff even after that if you really put forth the effort so that is why we do some of our re-release shows. Our Marriage Mondays are a show where me and Savannah come on. And my wife Savannah, she is a registered RN, a registered RN. She is a registered nurse, and RN here in the state of Alabama. She's a pediatric nurse, and she loves that. But she is more recently um, coming into the some, our, some of our business ventures full time, or not full time, but um, a little more than she is uh, that she has been, and so. That's awesome. We're going to be talking about that here soon. I'm talking some more on that. Stay tuned for the Marriage Mondays coming up, talking about those things. But um, anyway, we got Brighter bins that we're starting. Uh, it is a trash bin cleaning company. We are about two to three weeks after from production in that. I know I've said that a couple times now, but we just we had a few delays, so we kind of got pushed back. But waiting on one thing to come in the mail, and then picking up pressure washer, plumbing, trailer, and we are good to go. So we'll take you along with that. Probably start some other socials. We'll announce all that um, when the time comes for that, just in case you want to see more about trash bin cleaning. But really what we're here for is to help the young business owner, the guy who's maybe you're 30, 40, 50 years old, but you're younger in business. You're still figuring out the, the early days, the early stages. That's how I want to help you because we're still in those stages. We're in year five now. We're just not getting that point where it's like, business is really truly established in the community. We're starting to like our name and 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 likeness is out there and people really know who we are. And so we have pretty decent amount of consistent leads coming in and things like that. We're trying to become really profitable this year and, and next year. We're growing, we're learning, and we're just trying to take you along with us. Um that's what we do here on the show. So it is an honor to get to come to you and do this because without you listening, the show wouldn't be possible. But you know who else makes the show possible? It is our sponsors, and so we want to say thank you to Brian and Launch New Academy for partnering with us for today's show. It is an honor to come on and talk about um, all the great things going on over there at Launch New Academy. Uh, Launch New Academy Live is coming up in Novi, Michigan, in November. And I tell you what, I got to correct. I think I said the wrong date the other day. I heard somebody else. I think I heard Paul Jameson say the thirteenth. Um, so I said the. 13th. It's not the 13th though. It's the 11th, November the 11th, um, Novi, Michigan. We look forward to seeing everybody there. I can't wait to hang out with everybody. So go get your tickets, launchroomacademy.com and come to one of the best live events in the industry. So what I want to hop into today is I actually want to talk about the importance of buying good equipment. Um, I almost said new, but I shouldn't say new. The importance of buying good equipment. And this is something that it's not really talked about too much, but everybody likes equipment talk. Um, we haven't had a, an equipment talk show here in a while. Um, so really quickly, really, really, really quickly, let's run through what we have, what our setup is right now. Just in case any of you don't know what we do, we are mainly a lawn maintenance company. Um, we have recently got into landscaping a little bit more this year. We've done some pretty decent sized jobs. Um, we're trying to get one finished up right now that we we'll hood on. Probably give an update on that uh, in just a minute, but this won't be a short show. I mean, this will not be a long show. This will be a shorter show today. Just talk some some equipment and things, and then we'll let you go and get on with your day. So we just thank you for tuning in and spending 15, 20 minutes with us this morning or evening or whenever it is. But anyway, equipment talk. Um, why should you buy good equipment? The importance of buying good equipment. What does it do for you and your business? So a lot of different bullet points. I haven't even written anything down. These are just kind of all in my head and. One first thing that comes to mind. It makes team morale better. Um, everyone loves being able to just pick up a, a piece of equipment, pull the start, uh, pull the the uh, pull cord, starting cord, and it just fires up. First or second try, like that's that's just amazing. Everyone loves that. So we'll come back to bullet points in a minute. I forgot. I already just I'm already on another rabbit trail. Our setup. What is our setup for uh, growing green landscapes? We have we run. John Deere Z930Ms, and we have a 60-inch and a 54-inch. Um, both of those have Twills on them, which are the airless tires, Tractus. Um, if you're XMark people, that's their version. Um, twills are the Michelin version, and so that's what Deere puts on theirs, and so they are fantastic. I uh, will never, ever willingly have a set of air tires again, set of standard air-filled tires. Um, that will not be a way that we go. Uh, I I just I can't imagine running another running those every single day. Like I never worry about having to check my air pressure. The deck never cuts in even because of uneven tires. Um, I can run over whatever. We work in, around a lot of new construction a lot of times, so roofing nails, nails for two by fours, plywood, like everything you can see and think of we, there's out there for us to hit and run over um, we can run over that all we want to broken glass, whatever it is um, and it does not affect us at all so uh, it is something that I really couldn't live without those track, those uh, twill tires I don't ha- ever plan on running a business without those so that's our mowing setup we run all steel handheld equipment as of today, this podcast that might be changing in the future we'll see uh, but that's what we're running right now We have a plethora, I I think we have two or three uh, FS-94Rs. That is our go-to trimmer for just a standard HOA property like a neighborhood yard. Um, Nothing that's too crazy, too tall, um, too thick, anything like that. But that's kind of our go-to. It's great. It's lightweight. It is just super easy. It's nimble. It's it's easy to get in tight areas with. Um, It's not very heavy. That's the thing. That's a big thing. We, We do a lot of hills here. And we have a lot of hills, so up and down the hills, walking around carrying that thing, gets old very quickly. And so uh, the 94 R is my go-to. And then we also have, um, I think we have two 90 Rs, um, two we have two or three 90 Rs, and that's our uh, that's it. We so we just have 90 Rs and 94 Rs, um, and they're great trimmers. Uh, my only my only complaint about steel is to me, my luck with them is they're good for about. A year or two, about a year, they're good for they're good for a solid six months to a year with zero issues. Uh, but then the carburetor starts getting uh, out of aligned or to out of tune, whatever you have to do to, to whatever verbiage you want to use. Uh, it, it doesn't stay, it doesn't stay running. The, the valves get adju- get messed up or something. Um, the little things you turn to make the idle the idle speed stay and things like that. So. My luck with the trimmers is they get to the point where they don't idle well. They don't um, hold... They, you can't just walk around the yard and not pull the trigger. You have to feather the trigger a lot. That might be every brand. I don't know. Uh, but I have a set of Echo pole trimmers, uh pole shear, like hedge trimmers. Bought those my first year in business and have not literally, like, haven't bought another pair of uh, pole, pole trimmers since then. I haven't... Well, I actually... I have bought an attachment, so our ninety four and our ninety one of each um, are combo units for the steels. And so I have edger attachments, eater attachments, and head trimmer attachment. So I do have one other set of pole trimmers if I need them. But our main go to is an Echo PAS. Uh, well, I have no clue, zero zero clue. It's uh, it's a, a combo unit, the twenty six twenty maybe. I I don't know. But it's a, it's a good one. It's kind of a mid-size. It's, a, it's got good power behind it, but not too much. Uh, it is low-key kind of heavy with the tremors, but it does the job. But where I was going with that is like it, it has no issues at all. I've had to do one thing to it, and I think it was just clean the carburetor. I had it done. I didn't do it myself. Um, but, dude, it starts second pull every time. Uh, and I do not take care of this thing the way I should. Like we beat this thing up. But... Uh, second pull every time, and it idles like nobody's business. Uh, it'll, it'll sit there and idle all day long, and so that's that's awesome. I love when they idle the way they should because, especially hedge trimmers, I don't want to think you have them to feather the trigger. I've kind of used to it weed eating now. It's just one of those things that I'm kind of used to. But back to what I said in the beginning the show, everybody likes equipment that starts on the first second pull employees like equipment that they can not feather the whole time. And I'm preaching to the choir here because these are some things that need to be fixed and adjusted. Uh, but it's nice to be, it's like it's team. It helps team morale when they're not worried about the equipment breaking down or shutting off when they're in the middle of a yard. And so that's something I deal with. Like I know how much happier it makes me when I can do it. So I can only imagine how much happier it makes them. And so um, that is back. Hold on back to, I know I'm all over the place in the beginning of the show, but Back to our setup, uh, and then we'll get into that. Our setup is, let's see where we're at. We run BR800s. All of our blowers are BR800s. I just don't see, I need to go less than that. I know a lot of people are in 600s, but I want 800s for leaf season. And the 800 isn't too heavy to carry around in the summer. It gets the job done faster. So we just rock 800s year round. And then we have uh, still, let's see, MS-170. I think that's what that is, the chainsaw. That is literally one of the best chainsaws I've ever, It I've, this is the only chainsaw I've ever bought, but it's one of the best purchases I've ever made. Uh, it That thing, I don't know, their carburetors are different or something, but it's still, but it starts second pull every time, it'll idle all day long. Um, I've literally accidentally put diesel fuel in the thing, and you ask how, yeah, don't, don't ask me, we're not going to get into that, but long story short, diesel fuel has been poured into that thing, we ran it. Solid was smoking, immediately turned it off, uh, and then changed it out, put two cycle back in, and it's running like a champion. So, uh, would not recommend that by any stretch of the imagination, but it has been done and so it is still running great which is awesome because it's good to know that we do have some stuff that uh sticks around and runs well and so that's the importance of good equipment it's having these things so that's kind of our setup as far as the the lawn maintenance side of things go we also bought a mini skid steer this year um, which was uh quite the purchase but is a big jump for us but i would never ever go back to not having it there um so that is an iron rhino, is what that is. An iron an IR one thousand is the version of that, and so it's it's similar to a ditch witch like seven fifty uh, or uh, maybe it's a one thousand um, series, but it, I don't know. Maybe it's a seven fifty, and it's similar to the dingo one thousands. Uh, I don't know all the exact weight and all that on all those other machines, but this is a good machine. It's been great for us. So the importance of having good equipment. Uh, it helps with employees. It helps with team morale. Being able to pull something and it run and idle and things like that. But I tell you what, like it, it is. You have to start running the time of. Being down, like having downtime, versus not having a payment.
0: This is your invitation to Law Entrepreneur Academy Live 2023 in Novi, Michigan, Saturday, November 11th. The lineup is power packed. You won't want to miss it. Learn from incredible speakers like Leroy Maines, Keith Calfus, Caleb and Brittany Almond, Sam Gimble, Weston Zimmerman, and Jeff Joyner, just to name a few. Tickets are on sale now at the early bird registration price of one hundred ninety seven dollars. And hurry! because seating is limited to just 300. Now through August 31st, purchase the whole ball of wax and receive a free ticket to LAL 2023, a $200 value. Once you purchase your ticket, you'll be added to our private Facebook group, where you can network with other attendees, get access to the discounted hotel room block, and get the inside scoop for the Friday night party brought to you by Kohler. Thank you to this year's sponsors, XMark, SureTrack Trailers, Yardbook, and Boss Snowplow for helping to bring this incredible event to life. We can't wait to see you November 11th, Novi, Michigan, at Launtrepreneur Academy Live 2023. Get your ticket today at launchpreneuracademy.com or use the link in the podcast description. Launtrepreneur Academy Live.
1: And there's a lot of variations. There's a lot of things in the middle there that could um, change, change things up. But you have to look at it um, as a broad, at a broad view, at uh, a ten thousand foot view, and just say like, which one is better for the business? Period. And for me, it is. I'm under the opinion of I want to buy the best equipment that I can and pay a little more for it. And so, um, we finance our mowers, uh, John Deere does 0% interest financing for 48, 60 months. I think I don't even remember, uh, but they have three year warranties. And so what we do is we run those mowers hard for two years. And after two years, we trade those mowers in and we get our payoff amount, usually maybe a little more, but we always usually make our payoff amount. And then we grab two new ones and we keep those things financed. And so we just roll them over and we usually, uh, I, I don't ever have intentions of paying them off unless we switch brands, um, which I don't think is going to be happening anytime soon. But we turn those over every two years just simply because of warranty sake, parts are going to start breaking. Like they get some serious hours on them by that point. My, we're coming up on two years right now. And the one that I've had for two years has about 700 hours, 750 hours. And so we're we're rocking hours on that thing. And we need to get rid of that pretty soon because I don't feel like um, fixing stuff. And so the warranty would cover. It's still under warranty, but we go back to downtime. And so downtime kills you. When, especially when you don't have a dealer super close to you. Our dealer is about 40 minutes away right now. They're currently building a new one. Thank God. It's about 20 minutes away. I'm so excited for that. But the importance and like the time of being down uh, versus it versus paying the payment. I just I am I am much more of a fan of like hey invest the money in the equipment that you know is going to be there and start every single time because you can't always count on an employee you can't always count on a lot of different things but if you can go count on that that motor to start when you turn that key and everything operate the way that it should. Then to me it's worth uh, it's worth a premium, and so that's what we do is we just we finance ours. And I know zero percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just build it into the machine and blah blah. I, I get all that, uh, but I'm not. Like, it's not as much as what I'd be paying in a uh, five, six, seven percent interest rate on a loan. And so we just leverage that money um, to invest back into the business. I mean, we could go deplete fifteen grand cash on a new mower. Or we can pay $225 a month for five years or two years until we roll them over um, and and do it that way. So that's just what we do. Uh, It's part of my business model. It's the way that I started from the beginning. I don't really plan on changing that anytime soon, but that's kind of what we do. And so I know that I'm going to have reliable mowers that are going to work 95% of the time um, and not break down. And so it's great to have those. Uh, I love having the ability to do that. And to be able to trade those things out, because being able to do that, keep them fresh, then we just we just stay efficient, we stay effective, and we're not worrying about a ton of downtime. And so, uh, the Iron Rhino we also bought um, new, and that was one that uh, I financed as well. So we we are actually like in a very big growth stage of of the business, and we got a lot going on right now. Um, as far as the the landscape company, and then our new company, Brighter Bins. So the mini skid was a big purchase for us, but it's like I said, it's really one that I can't imagine living without. Like the logistics it saves of not having to go to a rental yard, worry about it being back on time, go get it every day, rent it for a week, and pay thousand dollars for a week. Like I just can't imagine doing it any other way now. And, and the accessibility and efficiency that the thing has created us is just insane. And it's just like this is a perfect example. Like I know that machine is going to go out there. It's going to start and it's going to run every time I turn that key on. And so you can buy used equipment. Like I don't want this. This is not the show to say you can't buy any used equipment, only buy new, only finance, blah, blah, blah. You need to be smart with your money. Like you need to make the right decision for you and your company. Um, I've bought used equipment. I've bought, uh, we actually just bought a John Deere's HW 36A. So 36 inch walk behind. Um, We bought that back in the spring. I forgot about that. We also have XMark 30-inch push mower and a 21-inch push mower, which we literally use on one property at this point. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm so like tired. I hate push mowing. We're trying to get out of this as much as possible. We'll keep this one client forever. But um, other than that, we will not be doing push mowing, So I got the 36A used, actually. I paid like 2500 bucks for that thing maybe, and it was in very good condition. But certain things, little things were kind of loose and starting to break on it that I didn't realize. And so now that's kind of caused us an issue um, down the road. But it's been a good machine overall so far. It's cash, paid for, blah, blah, blah. I know that. So there's a lot of good. There's ups, downs, everything in between when it comes to owning good equipment. Uh, I just I think that it can create some really really good team morale. I think the importance of that is huge in and of itself. Is like being able to, that your guys can be on the same page. They they like the equipment that they have. They're happy about it. They like their job. They like their positions. Um, they like everything about the business. And so equipment goes hand in hand with that. You have to have good equipment. It also just goes back to efficiencies. And you have to realize like downtime is time lost. And, and I know people personally who have bought used equipment and they save some money up front, but they're ending up fixing that thing a week after they bought it. And they've got downtime. They're trying to pull on their mechanic skills. And like, you're not a mechanic. Like you are a business owner. Who's trying to produce revenue to create a business, to grow your family, grow your life. Like your job is not fixing vehicles unless that's your service. That's your business as being a mechanic or a repair shop. But like most of us, that's not the case. We're not mechanics. We're not repair shops. So that's not how we should be spending our time. So you spend money on used equipment, um, decent amount of money, like even used equipment now is hard to find, but you need to just make sure that you're not trying to, you need to vet the used equipment very well. And, and you're not just trying to save a dollar, make sure that you're getting a good piece of equipment. And like, don't be afraid to pull the trigger on something that your business needs. And I've talked about this before in a, in a, past couple podcasts, but you just need to make sure that the dollar sign isn't what you're getting hung up on. Uh, if your business needs it, if you actually have the work to put this thing through the ringer and and produce, then make the jump and, and do it. That could be the points you're at in business. And so uh, just keep those things in mind, like buy good equipment, buy equipment that is going to get the job done for you. It's going to start when you turn the key every single time. And you're not having downtime because now like even downtime. So even if you buy something used like, but my downtime now with my mowers is like, if I take, if my mower goes down, I get it in the truck, get it to the dealer and I drop it off. And if it's going to take more than 24 hours for them to get to look at it or get to it, then they're sending me away with a demo unit and I'm back to work. And so you're out an hour and a half of, the, of your day, two hours of your day, as opposed to six hours of your day trying to wrench on equipment or up till midnight that night at the house trying to figure out what's wrong with the equipment. And then the next day, if you can't get it fixed, then you're just like out, out. And so you just got to just got to remember those things when you are looking at equipment and, and trying to make that final decision of um, should I pay a little more, get new, should I sp- save a little bit and get used? There's a lot of good um, to both of them. I truly believe that. Like there, are, there is a place for used equipment. You can do good with it. Um, like I said, I've bought used, and and it has served the purpose. I didn't need. We don't do enough small yard mowing to justify me go getting some six, seven, eight thousand um, dollar stand on or walk behind unit. And and really like it would be a stand I would love to have a stand on unit but it's just not it's not what my business needs and so we just got to realize that like do what works for us in our business you do what works for you and your business and and make sure you're just at the end of the day trying to get the best equipment that you can afford at the time and there's a lot that goes into it but just try to get the little things in your business right the little things like equipment the little things like um I just I I mean there's there's too much to even recall I mean and like bullet point them out but there's so many areas of business that if you just get those things in order it'll run so much more smoothly getting a route in order getting a crm in place getting um, automated billing in place like getting cards on file stored just little little things like that that you do little things over and over and over again the compound and then you have a lot of really really good things happening for you in your business and so uh it's all right if you're if you're going through a downtime, if you're going through some challenges, maybe maybe you're the one that I'm talking about that has bought the equipment and um, you bought you used to save some money, and now it's biting you in the butt. Um, you, you never know um, who that is or who is out, who is out there that's going through that. So just keep that in mind when you're posting you're on your stores and things. Think about the other people that are out there. Um, help them if you can. Help them if you can. Uh, maybe give some insight or something on if they're buying a piece of equipment, they're asking questions. Then you be a help to them, be a guiding light in, in their business. And so that's what we're trying to do here at the podcast. We couldn't do it without you all tuning in and listening. We couldn't do it without you sharing the show. So continue to share the show so we can grow the community one relationship at a time. Leave us a big five straight rating review if you would. Those mean the world to us. If you're going to equip, can't wait to see you there. If you have early bird registration in September the 7th, so you have a couple more weeks, but you need to go ahead and get your ticket. And save get literally half off. Get in for half off, twelve dollars and fifty cents. And you just use code GG fifty to get that discount. Um, if you've been in the Instagram, uh, your like your DM chat where everybody, the people that you DM and the people you follow, like up at the top now. Their new feature that you can like post a post a thing for twenty four hours. Uh, are the the code wars are going going crazy at the top? You got uh, almond pay Mitchell Gordy, Paul Jameson, and Blake Albertson, all, and myself, all going back and forth about whose code to use, and just all in good fun, but I love seeing, I love seeing the the uh, healthy competition and just going back and forth, trying to just have a good time with each other, build each other up, um, and get everybody to save some money at the end of the day. Like, literally, save yourself money. Why would you pay, why would you pay full price when you can just put in two letters, two numbers, GG50, and save 50%. So, without any further ado that's going to wrap this episode up. I hope you enjoyed it guys. I hope you uh, helped you out today. It's nothing crazy, nothing super wild or anything like that. We hope to get back to some guest interviews, get some good guests lined up here moving forward. Now that we're kind of coming to the downhill stretch um, of this project that we've been on finally um, maybe do a debrief show on that next week, but it's just been a, mm, it's been a wild one. And, um, You can hear my yawn in that. That's just me being straight tired from this last two weeks of life. Uh, it's been crazy. But we made it through, and uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we made it through. If you're listening to this on Friday, hopefully I'm still alive and finishing the project today. So, anyway, without any further ado, guys, that's going to wrap this episode up. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on
0: the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.